0: I'm not a girl.
1: Not yet a woman It's your lucky day. It's another episode of I Don't Get It. We were briefly considering whether or not to do it, but then we thought of you and we came around. This is the That's pop- not true.
0: That's, That's not, true. not true. We don't
1: th- <laughs> We were considering not doing it and we don't think of you. This is the pop culture get off my lawn cast, as you already know. And this features the open minded musings of two mid 40s curmudgeons who are both, in turn, staring on the prospect of entertainment or elements. I am your incredibly engaging co host, Bill Scurry of American Caesar Enterprises, which is a solution building syndicate based on industrial progress.
0: <laughs> and I'm joined, as always, by Noah Tarno, this guy. I am yes. I am Noah Tarno. I am founder, senior quiz master of the Big Quiz Thing, the trivia game show spectacular.
1: Well, uh, this is an exciting place for Noah because we're we're grabbing. I, f- I feel like the last few episodes that we've done have been even more zeitgeisty than usual. I mean, part that was kind of the remit of the show at the beginning was to kind of like you know ride the ride the crest of something that was um, happening, that the week it was happening. Uh, because I think you know, both of us wanted to stay frosty on on what was current and whatnot, and um, you know, part of the part of the thing about us moving to separate coasts, even if the coast I'm on happens to be in the North Sea, was it would foster it would foster this togetherness and that we were looking at the same source material. And so, um, yeah, I, I like this. I like the vein that we've been in. And this week's topic, um, I think, is also pretty hot off the press. You know, this is something that dropped. Yeah. It's predicated. Well, by something yes that dropped and a few no.
0: Days. Yes and no. It's a phenomenon that's a few years old. But right. it has become extra timely in the last week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I liked it. So, yeah, we are just. Discussing- and, and I want to be clear about that because we had a little back and forth about what exactly is our topic this week. I think we started with something brand new and we decided to expand it to something that is, like I said, a few years old, but more timely because of the brand new thing. Yeah. If that makes sense. Does it, does it make sense? Does anything uh, I say ever make sense?
1: Does anybody listening? We won't know for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, we are Does discussing- anybody really
0: know what time it is? We are just
1: dis- <clears throat> we are discussing free Britney Spears or hashtag free Britney Hashtag or, free Britney yeah something something that it affects And
0: um, conservatorship abuse yes, The highest thing among the kids these days
1: rolls rolls right off the tongue uh, yeah which is of course predicated by uh, you guys you know it you love it it was predicated by the uh, New York Times slash Hulu documentary I think it was episode five of a whole series which I didn't realize this was just one piece but this this movie movie lit, this documentary lit called um, Framing Britney Spears, which is kind of, uh, you know, which is crystallizing coal as what we're talking about here, or at least the time in which we're talking about it. So Free Britney Spears is a, a, I don't know, it's called a a response movement to the ongoing conservatorship, which which Britney Spears has been under since 2008. I mean, uh, Jesus, I can't believe it had been that long. I guess this talk about, you know, uh, a millennia time just like you know slipping by like aboard a, a spaceship and you know just missing um whole chunks of years because i was abducted but um so this this is a legal arrangement that was mandated uh, uh, uh this is rather a legal arrangement that has mandated that other individuals primarily britney spears father uh this bayou character named jamie spears um
0: Yes, oh, he has. He has, he has picture a, him like sitting by the swamp, like with a little jug and yeah, it, whittling like, corn, right. shooting co- corn and, thing in his mouth. Corn thing. What's the wheat? A wheat stalk in his mouth. A wheat stalk. Yeah. Even though there's no wheat. Corn stalk, wheat thin. A wheat thin in his a mouth. A wheat thin in his mouth. Those are delicious. A trisket in his mouth. A triscuit. Yeah. As a kid, I'd get triskets and wheat thins mixed up. Yeah. Oh, you know what does what does that say about my education? Hey, it's know.
1: it's a good problem to have, to be honest. That's a real yeah, first-world pro- problem. You
0: gotta have a problem, man. Yeah. So
1: Jamie Spears uh, has had pretty much control over her personal life and finances for the last thirteen years, and 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 you all know this 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 is predicated by a bad two thousand eight for for Britney Spears, uh, where she was hospitalized some say unwillingly, uh, hard to tell, after a three-hour standoff uh, involving her toddler sons, the potential of losing custody to that asshole Popazau artist Kevin Federline. Let's talk about another, you know, that was, it seems I, like...
0: I, I, I gotta tell you, I haven't done a deep dive into Fed- Kevin Federline, yeah. but in this story, he seems one of the least guilty of the men in her life. Uh, yeah, I I mean, I'm, just,
1: I'm just saying, he's just, talk about like, it feels like it was 45 years ago. I mean, things have moved so guess. quickly... Yeah,
0: yeah. I, 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 if there's one thing this taught me, it's like don't, don't prejudge what you don't look into. Uh, And uh, of course, for all I know, Kevin Federline is a perfectly nice but dumb guy. For all I know,
1: yeah, you're right. I mean, we're, we're, I think we're you know, I don't know how much we're we're going to, he's not really, doesn't appear in my notes that often. Yeah, he's not a major
0: character, which is, no, he's not a big
1: player in this one. Yeah. So, so yeah, the, the, the movie, the coincidental movie is this uh, New York Times 75 minute documentary via Hulu uh, called Framing Britney Spears who's directed by, um, a woman named Samantha Stark, who I assume is somebody either adjunct, ad, adjunct or adjacent to their news team, or I, I don't know exactly the provenance of this, uh, of this series, or how New York Times overseen it is. Um, it has a lot of the same branding as a lot of the video material that shows up on their website. So I'm going to assume it was intertwined with their editorial apparatus. Uh,
0: well, I know so. they, they plumbed the Times you know, reporting yes. on this issue in the past. Yeah. So it might just be, hey, we're going to license our name to you and you'll have access to our stuff. I don't know. I, who cares? It's not that important.
1: I think that there was a big omnibus article in 2016 by the reporters of Koleski and Coscarelli about this. Yeah.
0: And and yes, one of the big talking heads is one of their main pop reporters. Coscarelli yeah. is his name? John yeah, I Coscarelli? Think John
1: Coscarelli, yeah. Uh, so so the documentary takes a wide view uh, of how Britney Spears became a pop star at the young age. And I am think, you know, it happened right in front of us. So that's not a story we need to like, go through beat, beat for beat. Uh, but she found herself battered by, by many vagaries and vicissitudes of fame along the way. Um, again, you've watched all this happen. It's it's almost cruel and unusual how we are aware of all these things. It's part of the tragedy uh, of all this. So recently, like Noah alluded to, there have been a series of L.A. court developments where Britney's lawyers have been arguing that her dad, Jamie... Um, the main conservator be, be you removed or usurped from his position and replaced by a financial institution called the Bessemer Trust, which I mean, I've heard of the name, but I'm not really sure uh, what the hell it, it does.
0: very shady. It sounds like one of these <laughs> shadowy organizations of guys in cloaks and sit in a big circle and look <laughs> down on someone. It's just. <laughs>
1: With little torches little in the background. Yeah, Yeah, and exactly. So uh, meanwhile a, a generation of fans both new and old have become and this is kind of the kind of the point of this topic uh they become a bulwark and more or less an online bulwark of support who they have this networking ability that perhaps people did not have back in 99 2000 when Britney kind of broke out on the of course, not. I, of course yeah, not. no of course not uh, I mean they didn't have that
0: ability in 2008 when she you know went through her public meltdown with the umbrella true. and shaving her head yeah, I mean this shit moves fast, my friend.
1: Yeah, it does. You're right, and uh, yeah, especially since that was the, like the exact year that I got on Facebook or whatever for the first time, uh, or the year after. Maybe it was 2009 for what I remember. So uh, yeah, they're, they're they're this bulwark of support for for who turns out to be, and I think another catch of this all is that this is a pretty enigmatic. Person, this pop star Britney Spears, because we there's there's for as much as we know, there's equally or or greater amounts of what we we don't know, which is all speculation and supposition, which makes this a dangerous topic. But I mean, again, we're not the ones really describing uh, Britney Spears and what she's going through, although we will talk about that. It's more the idea of uh, people have really seized on this to become um, champions, uh, essentially. You know, you got a, you got a couple of different. Um, uh, you know, sides, not really sides, but these these contravailing forces showing up outside of courtrooms uh, to listen in. They act as a visual cheering section. They they march up and down with these big glow signs. Um, it's it's all these, you know. But again, Brittany doesn't give interviews or hints about what's actually going on. She has an Instagram feed. Her her one
0: I disagree. I think one yeah. of the things they're saying is hints. She gives a lot of hints. Now, you can say they're crazy, but you know, that seems to be a lot of what motivates the Free Britney movement is the hints Britney is giving via know, her Instagram.
1: But it's kind of right? like criminology, though. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, well, it is. It's a game for yeah. them in many ways. I know. It is. It's almost like one of those... What would you get? Expanded reality game or something like that? Where you're beating yeah. down clues to... Yeah. yeah. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Am I missing anything you know? I think I'm trying to, you know, make a... a, a... Yeah, I,
0: I mean... You know, this is something... Right before we got on the mic, we were talking about This chart that maybe you've seen online, the inverted pyramid of conspiracies. And at the bottom of the point is conspiracies, quote unquote, that actually happened. You know, Tuskegee experiment, the FBI, you know, spied on John Lennon. These things sound crazy, but, you know, all indications are that they were true. Then you get higher up and you get to the top. I'll skip the top. You get the absolute batshit crazy dangerous stuff like QAnon and George Soros is eating baby blood and things like that. But the second lowest level is, well, we don't know for sure this is real, but it's reasonable to have questions. And one of them is free Britney. This idea that is according to legal authorities, according to Jamie Spears, and, you know, Britney is there for her own good. And, you know, to be clear, conservatorship, like, she basically is like a child. This is usually what you do for, like, people who are old people who have dementia, people who can't take care of themselves. Maybe someone with a developmental disability Who, you know, they can do certain things, but they can't pay their taxes or they can't pay rent, things like that. You know, adults who otherwise need someone else to look out for them. Britney is essentially legally in that position. So the idea that, like, theoretically, legally, this is needed, but there are people who think she really is a prisoner. And that the crazy thing the free Britney people are saying, the crazy sounding thing is that her Instagram post, which she insists she does herself are she's giving clues via the clothes she's wearing or hidden messages in the photos it sounds crazy but you know it's it's more plausible that that's a real theory than QAnon for sure um so I, I think that's one thing important to say when we talk about free brittany uh so i watched this documentary i thought it was pretty well done very interesting i thought it there's a slate article the headline is it gives the free Britney movement a pass the documentary and i think there's some truth to that for several aspects. Um, So let me start by saying what I traditionally thought of Britney Spears. Um, Britney Spears was the straw that broke the camel's back in me quitting my career as a music journalist. I don't want to get into that, but I was a a peon on the staff of Rolling Stone a million years ago, thinking that's the career I wanted. And I finally quit and I had to miss my cousin's birthday party on a Saturday night because I was working on a Britney Spears cover story. I wasn't <laughs> writing it. I just, you know, a peon. So I was doing the behind-the-scenes shit work. And I looked at it, and I'm like, this stupid, talentless idiot who we're going to forget her name in six months, and I'm here on a Saturday night. My life is pointless. Obviously, 22 years later, I'm talking about her for a podcast. So I was wrong on at least one thing. Um, I am traditionally what could be called a Britney Spears anti-fan fan In that, not just I didn't care, but I actively disliked her music, her image, everything she seemed to stand for, and could not fathom why she was popular. She has traditionally seemed very, her music I think is awful. I think her image is boring and cliche. The fact is I never really thought much about Britney Spears. I never really gave her more than a second thought. Um... And this documentary is the most, and then doing extra research about this. And I realized I never gave. I mean, I'm going to stand by. I have no use for her work. But, like, I never stopped and considered that she's a human being. And I never gave her as a person a fair shake. I don't know her. I don't know what she's about. Um, and I certainly have sympathy for Brittany, the person, because I'm going to say that there's some wacky shit going on with her. And this documentary makes a persuasive not slam dunk, but persuasive argument that Britney Spears is at best being screwed over and at worst is a slave for you. Uh Um,
1: (laughs) Nice loop around there.
0: Thank you. Uh, You know, and then so let's talk about the Britney, the free Britney phenomenon. I mean, I guess this is sort of good. You know, people are getting animated to help someone in need. Fighting abuse is good. You know, they, you see at these protests, they have signs that say, end conservatorship abuse. You know, they seem to be engaging with this, the legal theories of what does it mean? What is this court case about? You know, uh, there have been developments just this week. I believe a judge determined, I don't know, I, don't, I was listening to a podcast by these lawyers who were talking about it and I didn't really follow everything, but that the, the latest development is Jamie, her dad lost control over her, her brokerage accounts or her investments, something. So it seems like it's easing its way out. It's easing its way into her having a little more control over her life. You know, she issued this, she basically sued Brittany herself in August to end the conservatorship or end part of it. I didn't follow it entirely. And frankly, I probably didn't engage with it as much as I should. have. So I can believe that this really is, this person is really suffering and I give these fans credit that they, they're they they're rallying for her. But, like I said, and I thought the Slate article points out, um, it gives the free Britney movement a pass. Not only some of the crazier theories that they gloss over, like she's sending messages with her. Oh, well, usually Britney uses an emoticon. But in this... Um, oh, no, it's the other way out. Usually Britney uses an emoji, but in this post she uses an emoticon. So we think she's trying to tell us something. Come on. Um, I mean, even if she were in control of her own life, you know, clearly shit's going on in her head because she's been a star since she manipulated and pushed around since she was 14, 15 years old. And she had her meltdown in '08. She's going, I'm a, coming under a lot of pressure, you know? And this is why I feel sympathy for her. She's clearly, in one way or another, a fucking mess. So let's not read too much into it. Also, this documentary glosses over... You know, their worship of her, they're championing her as opposed to other issues. Or, fine, Britney's suffering. What about all the other people suffering in our country? What about the kids in cages? Like, you're abetting the celebrity culture that uh, has abused her and debased her. And by the way, this documentary makes a great argument about how she was abused by the media and the paparazzi. the sexism Indisputably. Of abuse. Indisputably. Oh, yes. my God. Disgusting. Fucking disgusting. And, Justin Timberlake, his apology was weak sauce this week, I think. Really weak sauce. Um, also, the main thing the Slate article was saying is free Britney's arguments are unvetted. They said the New York Times usually you know, vets its sources a little better. Not in this case. They talk about this podcast that talks about Britney's uh, Instagram account. We got this anonymous voicemail from, an, from a paralegal who refused to identify himself, who says he has proof that Britney was, was hospitalized against her will, But the Times never saw the proof. Like, come on. These people could be crazy. These aren't legal authorities. So there's a big mess going on. But the bottom line is, yeah, it's very sad. I I still hate Britney Spears, the artist, and the media machine. I think it fucking sucks. But at the very least, I feel really sorry for Britney Spears, the person. I mean, I get no indication she's an evil person. So... At best, this is just screwed up. And at worst, this is fucking horrible. And and at worst, her father and some of her handlers are fucking monsters. And yeah, you know, I, I'm inclined I, to think it's it's somewhere in the middle. But the documentary makes a good argument that they are monsters. Maybe they are. So, you know.
1: Well, like most topics, you know, especially if they're a personal nature like this, there really is no way to know. And I mean, I, I use no. the term enigmatic and it's true because this is a giant. She enigmatic. really is.
0: Who she knows really who she is? Who knows what she is? Uh,
1: we don't. I mean, people can come out and tell. And I know there's a lot of projection. You know, what, what Noah didn't mention, at least what I didn't say up front either, is that, you know, a significant amount of this free Britney fan base are, are queer young men. And, you know, well, there, the, there the is-
0: people who glommed onto her in 1999. Who, I mean, I think they're probably more. It's women and queer boys. It's queer yes. young men. It's probably 95 percent of it. What was
1: that kid, uh, Chris Crocker, the the free the Leave Britney Alone kid? Yeah, that but guy? wasn't
0: that wasn't that a joke? Wasn't that an no. act? Well, it was really? kind of an act. It was a I little bit of an was, act. I thought he was but, playing a character. All
1: right. Well, well I mean, I think there you know, was a Leave Britney Alone.
0: But I think that uh, Why? You know,
1: it's a strange confederation of again women. And gay men, you say, gay boys, that sort of thing, different age. Because the people yeah, who I know. Are, a lot of
0: them now are adults; they're not boys anymore. But they, yeah. but they, when they got into Britney, they were probably boys, right?
1: Well, I think, fair? but I think, I think the fan base has renewed itself too. Is that there are people who are younger than the older yes. fans? You know, again, it's almost yes. like cross generational. Two thousand eight might as well be thirty-five years ago for all we know in our, our nineteen
0: ninety-nine. I mean, you know, my friend Sarah Neal, who first told me about Free Britney Spears was the target demographic. She was probably 13 when Britney emerged and now she's in her thirties, you know?
1: Yeah. So honestly, Britney doesn't say anything about her own self. You know, you can, you can do this cryptography and this criminal criminology. And I don't, I don't think that's incredible, you know, very credible. You know, in fact, she did go so far as to say, uh, via Instagram, something like, don't make assumptions. I'm paraphrasing. Don't make assumptions about who I am. I'm not who you think I am, which is another way of saying you guys don't have it right either. Uh, you know, it, so, so this it's it's a gigantic mystery. It's cryptology. It's freaking cryptozoology. You know, we might as well be talking about the the you know the DNA of the freaking Loch Ness monster because it's really hard to figure it out. What is obvious is that well, you know the, all the things we've seen. And you know, not to parse through everything you just said, but right, it was so gross watching back all these Matt Lauer and, and you know these buzzards who were talking about her virginity and her sexuality and all these things.
0: Oh, Ask so, her, she's a virgin. I mean, part of me is like, yeah, she put herself out there for that. But this argues that she really didn't. You know, maybe she didn't. You know, I always thought like, oh, well, she made that a topic of conversation. I mean, maybe her handlers did, but that that me- makes an even stronger argument that they're abusing her, right? Uh, yeah, you know, here's the other thing, too,
1: is that Jamie uh, Spears, her father, is also enigmatic. Um, and and a lot of the process is what's going on. Now, nobody owes us transparency. Obviously, we're not going to say that anybody owes us a pound of flesh. It's not the way it is. But when when there are incredible efforts being made to keep things opaque, to make sure that it's enigmatic, um, usually that means that people are concealing secrecy. Now, I don't, it, it, I'm not litigating this with Britney Spears. I'm litigating this with her father. If, if it is plainly obvious that a lot of people, a lot of middle-aged men who sit around in boxy suits stand to earn a lot of money over the continued status quo of her being an earner, her doing, um, you know, residencies and concerts and circuses and whatnot uh, along the way, then it's like, obviously, these people want to keep her confined. They want to make sure that she's regarded as incompetent. And more importantly, I think they want to make sure that This is off the page, but I was, you know, no, I was saying this, they want to make sure that she herself thinks of herself as incompetent, that she is a client, you know, of, of all the people around her.
0: I think she needs them. I think that's a, that is probably a hallmark of that kind of abuse. Have you seen, sorry, finish and I'll bring up another topic, but go ahead. Oh, you're right. It's
1: gaslighting. And I mean, that, it, what we know for sure is that these fans, you know, I, you could say that they're being exploitative for a different reason than the original sets of fans in, in 1999. But I mean, um, you know, the New York Times doc. Uh, framing Britney, I don't think necessarily. I, I saw enough of the of their fan base. I saw enough of the podcasters. I saw enough of how you know not necessarily thoroughly referenced and assiduously researched this is because there's really not enough there. It's kind of. You know, they themselves are talking about how these fans, it's a reflection of who they are and what they're seeing in Britney Spears and how, what they're projecting on her. They're trying to save her, I'm sure, because in some ways they're trying to save themselves. They're thinking that totally, this is totally. some power that they have. And what, yeah. what Britney Spears is running around a giant mansion somewhere in Bel Air with her two kids who were probably 38 years old now themselves. You know, I don't know how old <laughs> these kids are. <laughs> But I mean, she doesn't She doesn't suffer from <laughs> material wealth. You know, obviously she she has been, what I think what is more or less uh, uh, lock solid is that she's been in and out of various rehabs either for mental health uh, issues and or yeah. substance abuse. Again, oh God, that's her, not known for sure. Her life either. must
0: be awful. Her life must be awful.
1: I know, but it's like we also know that compared to us, her life is awful, but this is all she's ever known since she was 12 years old. Granted, it got worse, but she's had a very hyperbolic life once she left Kentwood, yeah. Louisiana and entered into this thing. You know, her, her, her mom, Lynn Spears, I think that she just assumed, oh, Britney likes to sing. Britney likes to dance. I guess what we're going to do is whatever it... We're going to get her on TV and put her in movies and have a record deal. And no one ever questioned the Faustian bargain that was being signed because they just said, this is what a kid wants to do. She didn't think it out. But again... Uh, oh, and and it, it, we didn't specify this. Uh, Jamie Spears, the dad, was more or less kind of spottily involved with her childhood because yeah. he was in in and yeah. out of her life due to him himself yeah. being, I think, drunk a lot of the time. Yeah, his, he, he
0: he had substance. Well. There's that amazing quote early in the documentary Was some, you know, Brittany went to New York for a couple of years to not a couple of years, maybe a couple of months to train when she was young, you know, before she got famous to train and take acting lessons and all that. And she got mixed up with some talent agent or something. And they interview that woman and she says, um, yeah, the only time I ever talked to Jamie is he said on the phone. You know, the mom was heavily involved in her chaperone. But Jamie said, my daughter's going to make so much money, I'm going to buy a boat. Growing
1: up, I struggled with anxiety and depression. And Britney Spears is the one who made it okay
0: to struggle with those things. She gave me permission to be myself growing up as a gay boy in suburban virginia and britney gave me the power to be who i am so why are all these people these mainly you know women of various levels of youth and gay males of similar various levels of youth why are they so engaged with this why are there these podcasts where people analyze her instagram posts why hashtag free britney
1: well, I mean, to the point, Brittany is thirty-nine now. Like I, in, in, I discussed yeah. with incredulity a little earlier. So it seems yeah. like, and her I, kids are thirty-eight. It's really Because nice. they are thirty-eight. Her, and so it, it seems like she's always been in our life. I can, like much like you said, I did not think much of her because I was in college by that point. So I wasn't. Playing we were out of college. college. All right, we, we were, were out, out of, of college. college.
0: Right. Even more. Hey, so even. Uh, oops. I, not oops. Uh, a baby One More Time. Her debut. I mean, yes, yeah, she had been in the Mickey Mouse Club when we were in college. Yeah, But, but so Baby One More Time came out at the beginning of 1999. Yeah. Okay. We so were, were a year and a half out of college, my friend.
1: Right. So the thing is, she's always been around. Um, she started young. And the the image that she emblazoned on our brains was, was so young. Right. Uh, and it was a youthful yeah. image on top of that. Obviously, it was oh, a little girl God. dressed that, up that like. That
0: album cover. Yeah, well, but this is thing. part of what I hated about her at first. She was trying to have it both ways. I'm cute, I'm innocent. And then that video where she's like wearing the the schoolgirl outfit and sticking her ass into the camera. I'm sorry, I it's it's mean to pile on what I don't like about her work. It's not her, it's her work. But it just came across as so sleazy. Well anyway, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I have a long time bias, but it's Britney Spears the art. It's Britney Spears, Inc. It's not Britney Spears, the human being. So continue. Maybe so. So,
1: But uh, here's the thing. She she gets this dichotomy of being able to come across as both a little girl and, you know, woe be to those who don't recognize the fact that she's a mother of two, uh, beating down the door of 40 years old. So, But, I mean, it's like if we're holding into our heads this, um, you know, pr- the image of her in that dress in the hallway with the pigtails, cooing not so innocent or toxic or the freaking snake or kissing Madonna or whatever... You know, it, she's able to be all things at once, you know, and that's what's really odd about it. Um, I mean, not that other pop stars don't get that, but we literally watched her grow up from teenagehood to, to you know, now on the on the edge of 40 years old. Um, I think also she has this image um, that, again, the enigma of her allows people to see kindness and allows people to see. Uh, energy, you know, I we haven't seen shows of hers, but obviously, people who have seen the live shows will talk. They they will evangelize how transformative, like one of her concerts are. Even when they're in Vegas, you know, people they fill those things up. Uh, she, every night's a sellout. Her concerts make a lot of money, no matter where she is, no matter which show it is. People fill them out, so they're they're into the in edu- entertainment. Um, I think that the, uh, I don't quite know where the evidence of this comes forth, but the, the young gay men on camera were talking about how Brittany made it safe for them to be themselves. And I'm not going to question it. I just don't know what the text is that, that did that. I don't know what, what the material yeah, I, is. I, I don't get that, but. It's okay. fine. I don't have, to, I don't have to get it. That's, that's there. that, I'm take your word for it. Um. Yeah. So the thing is, it's popular now because, you know, she's a cause celeb. I mean, it sounds like a pun, but I mean, she's a cause celeb and that she's somebody who they think is in need and they have the ways to, to circumvent traditional gatekeeping and maybe even a way at the same time. Uh, to they're trying to maybe correct the abuses of the past because they can say no 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 we're going to be outside the courtroom this time and no 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 you're not going to be able to put a, a fast one by us because we are talking instantaneously in real time and we have access to more information and more uh, avenues of assembly than anybody did in in two thousand eight so you know Britney is not giving us any material support she's not. Uh, even nodding one way in our direction, or thanking us, or even encouraging us, but f- these people are still taking up the flag and marching as an army, f- essentially with no general. That's what's a little weird about it. So maybe, maybe it's a quixote thing. You no, know? maybe the re- reason why it's popular is because it's uh, you know, there's you can't ever win, you can't ever get to the end. They're like, what is the outcome going to be? No one knows what the goals are, so let's just keep fighting forever because it seems like a, a proper and right cause. I don't know. Or maybe it's a game to them. Yeah, yeah, you did mention that off microphone. Could be like a yeah. big, massive uh, reality game, that kind of thing.
0: I mean, it's yeah, the the analyzing her Instagram posts for clues. I mean, yeah, why? I mean, look, I I said a thousand times, I don't know why she's popular. I don't know why people relate to her. Um, but I was never the target demographic, and in, in any possible way. Uh, I mean, this documentary does make an argument. It says many times that people really related to her, you know, being 12 years old and still feeling like a little girl, but, you know, feeling these stirrings of sexuality and what does it mean for me and using my sexuality and using my body and desire and all all that stuff that gloms together. Um, So I think people developed, I mean, clearly, regardless of what I think. People developed a real personal attachment to her.
1: Yes. Yeah. And That's especially fair. these
0: days, everyone, everyone wants to feel like they're fighting the system. I mean, some people do it in an unbelievably toxic way, no pun intended. This can't be remotely as toxic as that. But, um, you know, so it's why not take up the call? I mean, and there's credible evidence that she is being abused, that there is an issue here. You know, maybe not the most important issue in the world, but there is an injustice here. So when someone you've, you're attached to personally, you know, you feel a strong pull towards their art, their person, for whatever reason, you see an injustice being done in this day and age. Why wouldn't you fight for it? Um, I also read an article in Vox that was very interesting um, that Free Britney kind of emerged on the heels of Me Too. So I guess this gets at what I was saying. Now is the time everyone wants to fight the system because it, it is the moment for that. There's the moment and there's the desire feeling bottled up in the pandemic and feeling, you know, cheated by an American government that that screwed the country over in a thousand and one ways. So, yeah, you know, it's it's time to fight. People love her for whatever reason. There is an honest to God injustice going on here, most likely. So. Why not fight for it? She seemed very approachable to the audience. So they could really connect with her in a way that has
1: never really been severed. Noah, tell me, uh, would you have liked Free Britney, uh, the the Britney Industrial Complex, uh, when you were a kid? And I guess kid in this case has to mean late teens, early 20s. I'm not even sure. Yeah,
0: well, not the Britney Industrial Complex we, we've established, I, I no way I would have liked it. But Free Britney, would I have... Would I have been drawn to this issue, to this crusade? No. I mean, I, you know, again, I do not understand the personal attachment to her, so I can't imagine any alternate universe in which I would have had that. And if you don't have that, I don't see why this issue draws you in more than other issues to fight for. Um, So no, I can't imagine. I mean... I guess if for some reason I had some interest in... No, I don't know. I, I'm imagining some, someone who's not a Britney Spears fan but is like a budding lawyer and cares about conserv- like actually cares about conservatorship abuse, divorced from the Britney situation, really finding this fascinating. I mean, look, I, I found the documentary interesting. I find the issue a lot more interesting than her music. So I guess there is some sense of interest in what's going on, but not enough to go to a protest and make a fucking sign out of oak tag with sparkles on it so you know i don't know what the universe is in which i'm doing that so no i really can't relate to that
1: yeah, it's funny because I, much like you, I didn't really personalize her and I didn't, I didn't animate her with a life. I mean, but then again, I didn't do that about Ernest Borgnine. I'm not trying to make it seem like I, I you know,
0: look. Bor- Most people don't realize Ernest Borgnine was being abused by his father.
1: Yeah, he was also a pop star Ernest of the age when he made Marty in 1959, right? <laughs> <laughs> but but it's like I I didn't think of Britney as a person even though she was a child. I didn't have enough empathy. I didn't I other than feeling pity over well this probably isn't going to turn out good in the end. But, I mean, I don't – there are – when I was younger, I don't really think I latched on to people that I appreciated celebrities necessarily for their humanity. It was more for the image. I mean, that's just what kids do. I'm sure there are some who have the headspace to to wrap your head around the fact that these are people. But, Jesus, it took me 25, 30 years to even think of my parents as human beings and not just these sort of – you know, shattery overlords who who were arbitrary. You know, to actually animate somebody as 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 a as a person, a full person, is a completely different ball game. Um, so I didn't really have that with, with Brady, but certainly not enough to become an activist. That's that's the thing. I mean, it really comes down to what you said. W- would it have taken to to make up a sign? I didn't even do that during the anti-war protest of two thousand three when I was walking around with my wife outside the UN by Dag Hammershall. I don't
0: know if I made a sign. I made a sign for the first. Um women's march right after trump was inaugurated
1: right right Uh, i mean the sign aside you know to to take up that kind of like boots on the ground type thing about it um yeah uh, but again i'll preface this by saying like like most like most observers this is probably why uh, i'm not as culpable as matt fucking lauer or or diane sawyer or these other vultures and buzzards the the freaking photographer who who was stalking her at the gas
0: station But I mean, I, did you see that guy? I, He's like, Brittany never told us to leave her alone. I mean, yeah, me? sometimes she said to leave us alone for the day, but never to leave her alone forever.
1: <laughs> so I'm, I'm, that was a good sound. That was a great sound. Can boy. you
0: imagine how fucking empty your life must be if you're a paparazzo? Yeah, like, well,
1: you, they were telling us, and that oh. in this movie they are telling you, and it's like make your own decision. Those guys come off—they come—they're bad as it is already, and you know that once they start talking, they're going to come across as completely hollow, empty frauds, and and but they like, do.
0: Even putting aside like how abusive you are, like how bored, who gives a shit about Britney Spears going to Starbucks? Like, I mean, I, I realize gossip media and that kind of stuff. the Us Weekly world has changed a lot. Since you know, two thousand five or whatever, but like was there anyone who ever really wanted to see these pictures of like it's Sarah Jessica Parker at the laundromat? Well, yeah. As if she would Hun- be
1: hundreds of you know. hundreds of thousands of dollars per photo of Britley Spears. And so it made sense that they're gonna track her down outside of a but fucking gas station and Rosito. Who, who wanted you know? this shit? I don't know. Who, I don't know. This 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 is I can't fathom I understand
0: what this it. is. They make right. a good argument. An article I read, I'm getting little off topic, makes a great argument. That this is one of the most, maybe not most, but one of the positive things about social media is that, you know, it used to be these 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 vultures descending upon, you know, uh, a celebrity. Oh, look, here they are without makeup, you know, coming out of coming out of Starbucks. Like, but now they're voluntary, you know, to keep up their image, they're voluntarily posting their own photos. Yeah, they're controlling their own image. Yeah, sure. Right. So they're like, well, screw you. You know, I sorry. I posted that an hour ago. You You don't have anything on me. Taking shots of me, you know, at the supermarket because I already peeled away that curtain. I have power over that, not you. Fuck the paparazzo. That's an industry that deserves to die. He has gone on television and pretty much said, You broke his heart. You did something that caused him so much pain, so much suffering. What did you do? I'm talking about the Free Britney movement. Is that a sign of the apocalypse? No,
1: not at all. I mean, it it is hard to get away from Britney Spears, the the person, Britney Spears, the artist, because it is the fuel uh, of so much of this. What it says and what it doesn't say and what people infer, um, you know, like as Britney telegraph stuff, as this stuff, you know, more information gets disseminated in small bits and pieces about her court battles. It's grist for the fire. Um, And again, not that other people haven't had the same... Industrial complexes around them, but they just happen in different environments. Uh, I mean, people were actively rooting for Paris Hilton to, you know, immolate. And, and you know, I don't even know what Paris Hilton is up to these days. I'm sure it's not great. I'm sure she's still a pinhead. She
0: she shows up in the documentary.
1: Yes, she does. And, and her, her voice sounds 32 octaves lower than it was the last time you saw her on camera, which is a little strange, but... So I don't, I don't know what it would take to, to, for, for, to give Britney back a normal life. I mean, again, keeping on her for a minute. Uh, she's been so compromised by by the lack of childhood, the crushing expectation of fame, lack of support, and and uh, the oversight of, you know, now the oversight of someone she's been completely antagonistic towards. But, I mean, I think that fans are going to personalize and or over-personalize this person, um, or a person. I mean, in this case, we're talking about Britney's fans. I don't know if Edward Albee had a cult around him back in 1963. Probably not, <laughs> uh, but I mean, you know, I, I, but I mean, th- this is this in particular. There's one or two of these people a generation, and now maybe even more so because the the who is a who's a fame monster becomes more concentrated every couple of years. So you know, I don't know what the mon- the, the well, am speaking of monsters, what the Lady Gaga's monsters. It's like, what is that crowd all about? We don't need to do a podcast on them because they're not uh trying to agitate for some, you know, legal finding. You know, they're just um yeah, you know, they're just celebrating her whole thing.
0: Also, as as much as I don't like Lady Gaga's music, I I understand why people like it. Yeah. There's <laughs> a big difference there. But.
1: So what do you think? Do you think there's a sign
0: apocalypse? Uh, no. Maybe. I mean, you know, it's very easy to snipe at these people and say, well, why are they so up-? they get so animated about the court case and legal documents and legal findings when, you know, one pop star is abused. But what about the millions of people less fortunate and more greatly abused than Britney Spears? You know, these people are waving a flag for justice about an issue that is so low on the list. You know, I, I could be nasty here and say, how many of these people voted? Yeah, I was thinking, how I was thinking people- that too. Yeah you know, they only care because it's, it's Brittany now, but there's a sliding scale, right? Like we mentioned these, let's talk about, let's talk about the traitors who attacked the Capitol last month, right? Like these people are fighting for nothing, at least, and in a way that is horribly destructive to our country and to our world. But, you know, at least the free Brittany people, I think their fight is at worst harmless. And at best, like, like we said, like, I think it is reasonable to believe there is an injustice here. Yeah, is it the greatest injustice ever? No, but it's an injustice. And let's be optimistic and say some of these people will re- really get involved in the case enough that this will lead them into charity work. Or maybe they'll go, you know what, this is fascinating. I mean, maybe I'm being overly optimistic here. I want to go to law school and learn about conservatorship abuse, learn about elder abuse, learn about child abuse, and dedicate my life and my interests to really you know, being a positive force in this world for people who are abused. I don't think that's crazy. I don't think that's too Pollyanna-ish. I think this is where a lot of a lot of where the, the the desire for public service starts. It starts because you know this is why celebrities champion causes. It's to get people off the bench, get people interested in paying attention to real crises. So I guess it's a little bizarre to say, hey, go to Britney Spears. she's, she's alerting people to the problem of conservatorship abuse. That's not what's going on. It's obviously not a conscious decision on our part. So, I mean, I don't see this as a sign of the apocalypse at all.
1: I noticed last week you had the most adorable, pretty eyes. Do you have a boyfriend? No, sir. Why not? They're mean. Boyfriends? You mean all boys are mean? I'm not mean. How about me? No, let's take it home and talk about jealousy. Does anything about the uh, imbroglio of Britney Spears inspire any green monster inside of you?
0: Yes, because ten months, eleven months into the pandemic, I am fucking bored, <laughs> and these and these and these people have something to animate them. And yeah, you could say, well, why don't you get off your ass and fight fight for all the political issues you believe in? That's an excellent point. You know, uh, but I'm just not feeling motivated to right now. Are you phone banked with the best
1: tired. of them, my friend.
0: Yeah, well, before the election, there's plenty more work to do now. I know, but at shit. least by the Well, I didn't that. phone bank. I text banked. I hate phone banking. Okay. Um, my point is I'm feeling very unmotivated to do anything right now. And I am a little jealous that these people have a passion I mean, I guess you could say, well, are you jealous of the QAnon people and the insurrectionists? No. But they have a passion for something that, like I said, is that seems not that bad when you step back Um, and possibly even good. So, yeah, I, I wish I had that kind of passion, you know. There's no celebrity I care about that much. We sort of talked about this with cameo. Like there's literally no celebrity I would want a cameo from. Right. So, can only imagine how many celebrities would I fucking be, you know, marching outside a courtroom to to demand justice for them. Even if I even if I wanted, even if I wanted them to have justice, even if I were rooting for them, Again, I nothing is motivating me to do anything right now that takes the slightest bit of effort. So there. You
1: go. I think I think bringing up cameo is actually pretty um is actually pretty. Oh yeah, too. All right. Because uh, I mean, I, you know, first of all, I I'm, I'm not. There's so little here to be jealous of for me. I mean, but it's it's interdisciplinary in that. Well, you know, you see what this kind of attention has done to Judy Garland, to Marilyn Monroe, to Anna Nicole Smith, to Lewinsky. Uh, Britney Spears. Every other, I think Lewinsky seems
0: okay. Lewinsky seems in control of her life.
1: Well, now she does, but I mean, it's like she had to. Yeah. It's a twenty-year process or twenty-five-year process of repairing herself. And, I know. You know, a- everything
0: I, mean, I heard about her is that she, she, she handled this about as well as anyone can handle
1: it. I, I think so. I think so. It's more adversity than she had, and I mean, and you know, she was going to get. She's going to have a.
0: It, it killed. Mar- it killed those other people. You 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 mentioned. It did. It did not right. kill Monica Lewinsky. I, don't I know, know, but it, fact, but she. The she impression was, I get is that she she's okay.
1: She's OK. But I mean, she was going to have a career in public service, one would assume, if she was a White House intern. was so a lot of them wind up doing and she didn't. And, you know, a- anyway, look, we, that, that's the sad story of women ripped apart by jackals in the public square. We we get that. And that that's horrible. Nobody wants that. Um, but, yeah, the relationship with celebrity is, is something that, um, you know, first of all, w- when we were both living in New York, me and Noah, uh, it wasn't very hard to to be around celebrities, some of which you recognize, some of who you don't. And then some of you actually did recognize and cared about. Uh, and since I watch so many actors and I, I, I love acting as a trade and I love actors, how they do it, um, I, d- I really did restrain and I saw people who I've, I really enjoyed a lot. Now, it wasn't just like, hey, it's a famous person. Let me say something. to them. But these are people whose work I specifically could annotate and say, this is why I enjoy this piece of work. And this is why it meant something to me. So, I mean, I have a relationship with people who do the craft of something personal and professional at the same time, but then professional in this big space. Like actors, like pop singers, you know, I mean, you you know, this, this is a performative expertise that is there to inflame some passion inside of you. Now it gets to me again by acting. So, I mean, my, my relationship with actors, with famous people is I try to respect the craft, you know, and understand. I don't know who these people are, but I like the movies, you know, I like the performances they give. But I mean, I, I have this, you know, I understand these are human beings now. And maybe they don't want—they don't want to be bumped up into a crowd. Maybe Paul Giamatti does not want me to sidle up to him on Union Square West and say, "Hey, I enjoy your work," which clearly he doesn't. Did you do I was, that? A, really? I was—I was about to do it, but I, you know, you look at his—you got—I got the look in his face, and it's like he's not the kind of guy that seems like he wants to yeah. hear about how much you enjoy his work. And that's—even if that's all I was going to say—he—I don't think he wanted to hear it so uh the people these, maybe just these not fans,
0: that day maybe just not that day
1: maybe right? maybe like i know. feel
0: like if i were a person like that some days i would like it and some days i'd be like leave me the fuck alone
1: could be you know? but i mean yeah. these people who've devoted entire life you know their their whole thing is podcasts and instagram feeds and chatter and hot stove baseball talk and you know all this stuff is just i mean that is a whole again that's part of the industrial complex i I like a lot of things. I like a lot of things a lot, but I can't like anything as much as that. I mean, there's just no way. I I couldn't get consumed in a world of someone else's life where I'm just doing cryptology and criminology to figure out what the hell the emoji means, you know?
0: it's Yeah, it's like I say, the jealousy of having this much passion over anything. Yeah,
1: yeah. there's
0: There's a great line in Knocked Up, the movie Knocked Up, the Judd Apatow movie where Paul Rudd's character is watching his daughter play, you know, blow bubbles in the playground. She says... He says, I wish I liked anything as much as my daughter likes bubbles.
1: (laughs) All right. So we're going to move on to the fallopian scale that closes out. No, X, Y, Z axis of all the topics we've had in the show. Uh, And so where does Free Britney, Free Britney Spears, uh, Britney's uh, abdominal waist exercises, where does that fall on the fallopian scale?
0: I got to put it pretty high up. You know, maybe it's the top of things. It's the so the top section is stuff that I actually think is good and good for humanity and good for society. You know, the great art we've looked at, whether it's American Vandal, Kim Peele, Sarah Cooper, black mirror. Right. And then, but then there's the stuff that I, I recognize as good art, but I don't have a personal connection to your Fiona apples, your, your Fiona's apple. Uh, your, I don't know. And then, and then we got, um, Metal straws, you know, things that are ultimately good, but really not that important. So this is maybe around, yeah, this is around metal straws, right? I mean, I feel like we're missing something very important here that we can't put our finger on. I feel like there's some very obvious negative aspect to this whole thing. I mean, I got at it the the continued celebrity worship that whether well, free Britney is perpetuating the objectification dude, of Britney Spears. Dude, that's that's you know, gone,
1: man. I mean, that's over. It's we, it's done. We lost that fight. Right. You know, it's we can't do anything about that. You know, we're living in the world. And it's, that's, look,
0: it's it's better than the sexist objectification that this documentary hits on. There are some real cringy scenes in this documentary. I, I didn't even know. Just put this out. Jesus. It's worth watching. When she was like eleven or twelve, she was on no ten. She was on Star Search, which I watched a lot as a kid, although I was done watching it by 91. I remember Rosie O'Donnell and Sinbad were on Star Search. And uh, Ed McMahon asks her if she has a boyfriend. She's 10! And Ed McMahon is like 174. And he asks her if she has a boyfriend and she says no, and he goes, I could be your boyfriend. And look, whatever, that was what was expected of Ed McMahon in those days. I don't think he was like trying to touch her back in the dressing room. I'll give Ed McMahon benefit of the doubt. But like, ugh, so fucking gross. It's
1: bad, it's bad. Yeah.
0: So yeah, this objectifies her not as maliciously, but it perpetuates that cycle. Even though these people are trying to help her, so
1: I, we just have to relent to that. So maybe know? there's
0: something, you know, maybe a, right, maybe a smarter person could say, "Oh, you guys are way off. This thing sucks. This is the worst thing ever." I'm open to that possibility. You know, you want yeah. You want to continue that discussion? Find me on social media. Let's continue that discussion. What do you think? So,
1: I think that activism. Well, good activism, not shitty activism. This this seems like it's a decently informed activism. Uh, it's pretty altruistic in this case. I mean, other than you know, what these people get is the reflection. It makes people feel
0: important. It makes people feel like, right. like You're, you said, mm-hmm. it's a game. They're crusading. They're fighting the man. It's the and it's, it's the, the
1: reflected glow of this person who has, has in your eyes, yes. is, has given the world nothing but positivity and love and, and sweet feelings. So, you know, what you're doing is trying to pay back all the mojo you've gotten from Britney Spears over the years. And the way you could do that is by making, like you said, a pink oak tag sign getting on Twitter, get on Instagram, chatting with people and trying to hold people's feet to the fire is if if you're, you know, your presence outside of a courtroom and or in some fora is going to be positive, you're the one who's who's likely to do that. So I mean, this this is all in response to something shitty. Uh, recently but it's based on this love that she inspired at the beginning I and mean, again I'm not going to talk about how I it doesn't matter whether I felt it at the beginning or not These people have a different reaction to what they saw So I would actually equate this to uh, Steven Universe, which is much like you said It's something that in, in, a, in a way is a little bit of um, it's something that you know, Addressed a lot of things people latched onto it. They saw some something kind of like activist about it It had this real future bent where it was acknowledging people um, and sexuality in a way that few other things did uh, but again, I didn't care about it. I watched it completely tuned out, did not need to watch another single second of it. But I understand that this is one of those things that means a lot to other people.
0: Uh, and it doesn't hurt the world while it's being here, from what I understand. I I, I think Steven Universe is way better than this. I, St- Steven Universe is filling a much-needed niche, the wholesome kids' entertainment that is not just tolerant of different lifestyles and different attitudes, but um, encouraging it. And, uh, this is, you know, this has, this is too many obvious negative aspects, even if the negative aspects aren't as corrosive as related things. I I see nothing negative about Steven universe.
1: Okay. Well, that's great. But also uh,
0: if you want to, if you want to step back and free Britney and say the music of Britney Spears and you know, like, we're like, all right, we think it sucks, but obviously it does something for people and it helps them fine. But I'm sorry, man. I I, I don't ever want to watch Steven universe again. But even that being said, like the art in Steven Universe, it, Steven Universe is fucking Picasso compared to Britney Spears' music. But again, that's not really what we're talking about. I think about, I've so. gotten a lot more wanted, enjoyment. I just wanted to argue with, I just wanted to tell you you're wrong. That's it.
1: I've gotten a lot of enjoyment – more enjoyment out of Toxic than I ever have out of Steven Universe. I could listen to Toxic really? 10,000 more times. Yeah, absolutely. Don't. Anyway, but that's not – that's that's have besides you ever the purchased,
0: point. Have you ever purchased uh, Britney Spears' music? Have you ever downloaded no. an MP3 or, no, or bought I, an album? no.
1: No, I have not. I can't say I have.
0: So, so what was the enjoyment you got of hearing it in the supermarket? and Sure.
1: Or long? at a party or some, some sort of gestalt experience okay. where you know, it transcended just the song. Watching other people get excited about it, feeling like there was some environmental thing about it. Yeah, I've gotten much more enjoyment out of that for sure. So if you guys would like to find past episodes just like this, uh, look just on just like this Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. Tweet to us at Noah and Bill Show. Write to us, Noah and Bill, don't get it, at gmail.com. Uh, I am on Twitter at William Scurry. And boy, howdy, am I ever on Twitter? I'm always on Twitter. Seriously, talk to me there. Let me know what you think. My video content is on YouTube at YouTube.com slash AMCZ. And now
0: here's Noah. Here is Noah. I am all about the Big Quiz Thing, BigQuizThing.com. Corporate and private virtual trivia events anywhere, everywhere, and nowhere. And uh, yeah, hoping to go back to in-person events this year. I hope. It would be nice. But virtual events are working pretty well for us, so learn how to bring the finest in professional trivia fun to you and your employees, no matter where they are. BigQuizThing.com.
1: Well, until next episode, we We don't don't get get it. it. A production of American Caesar Enterprises 2021.